came from the sun in San Marino. Guess that makes me Angelino. Friends got married, had them dogs. Now they read those catalogs. This commerce makes me nauseous. When did life get so damn cautious? So I drive in search of smiles. XM on, let's check out miles. This slice of life when you're out on the road is always extra nice when there's someone to hold. Ayo, ayo, will you be my traffic jam? Ayo, ayo, TikTok and cameraman. Ayo, ayo, would you be my traffic jam? Ayo, ayo, would you be mine? <laughs> I've got a <laughs> slice of life. when that was going to happen. <laughs> I know, I don't. I told Scotty, I'll give him a bit of an insight, said you probably knew this one was coming, but you've been road tripping, so it kind of makes perfect sense. AO. So that was that one's for you and the lady, mate, I reckon, for the miles you've done. What, 5,000 Ks in, what, three weeks, was it? 6,000. 6,000? Oh, yeah, there's... 6,147, I think, in 23 oh. days. There you go. There was definitely some disparity in the numbers. I did remember picking that up yesterday in comments. So there you go. Welcome home. Mm. Yeah, thanks. Good, good to be back. I guess. There's <laughs> <laughs> another piece of paper screwed up. Be. Yeah, 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 no doubt. I'd rather be, but anyway. Well, at least we've got the Skype tech now, mate. If you do just sell everything up and head north, you know, we can still buddy patch in and still be a podcast. So, you know. Oh yeah. Well, unless you win tax lottery tonight, I'm stuck here. Buy Donny and move to Queensland. Yeah, I reckon. I think we intro our guest before we go into general business. I reckon it'd be a really good move. Welcome to the studio, the lady that is Jazzy Green. Welcome <laughs> to the studio, Jasmine. How are you going? Hey guys, yeah, not bad. <laughs> That's the way. Yeah, no, as I say, we all get a little bit nervous at times, so I wouldn't be too stressed. But yeah, no, definitely. Thanks heaps for making the opportunity and getting amongst it. This is really cool. No worries. Glad to be yeah. on. Fantastic. Um, um, yeah. What have we got up first? I'm a bit. I'm really unprepared because I got home yesterday and I've done. 0.05 of a percent of uh, preparing for today, but anyway, any, any yeah. general business? Well, I'm wondering whether maybe... I didn't have any because I've been away. But... I've got a little bit, but I'm just wondering whether maybe we just launch straight into the Never Late Eight just to get our guests settled in the studio. I've got, and a, bit, go I've got a bit of business, business. first. I do, I do have the... Um, you've got general business. Yeah, I've got a little business. bit. Yep. Yeah, go for it, Scotty. How's that new intro? The one with the drums at it? Yeah. Yeah, no, I did like it. I haven't yeah. listened to it for a little while, so it'd, you know, it'd be nice to hear it come out on the next episode. I'll give it another listen. No, it's going, yeah, in, no. going in this one. You, you ju we just heard it. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, of course. Oh, no, sorry. I was just grabbing me fucking headphones. Who's that drummer? <laughs> Who's that drummer? He's all right. <laughs> Who's that drummer? He goes all right. Nah, very cool, mate. Good yes. stuff. He, he didn't add, he didn't add that um, deftly placed bell at the end, though. No, no, I didn't put that little, no. didn't put that little ting on the end. I no. wouldn't have minded it, but you know, he thought he was going to walk over your guitar with its AO, so that's why that didn't happen. That, that's I reckon exactly it could right. have just. I reckon they could have rung out together. I don't know, maybe just me no. being non-muso. That, that's AO's harmonic hey, there. We we can't go past car updates because you're smiling pretty hard. I am smiling pretty hard, and although behind me it looks like I'm at the Queen Vic Market with Paul and he's 32, I'm actually sitting in the front seat of the Nash. Yeah, no, it's running like a dream, mate. You know, 200 k's, driving it like an idiot, and 50 bucks, you know, like in fuel. So, I don't know, it's not even thirsty with the tunnel rams on it. So, couldn't be happier on that side of things. So, took it to Maribara, cars and coffee. Yeah, took it to Maribara, cars and coffee. That was in my general business, if we want to go into that, but... Um, 
picked up the lovely Diana, who's 80 years old and knew what a Nash was. So I'm like, do you want to go for a drive? She goes, all right. So we drove her about four blocks, came back, and then they were heading on a cruise to Denali. So took her to Denali with me as well. And we had checked in with a local car club up there. That was really cool. Um, also at Maribara Cars and Coffee, we had Tom Bilston there and his never late hoodie. And we had a lick who's got the um, BT1, the blue VL. He got interviewed by Fuel Burn Media and made sure he was in our T-shirt in the interview. So we got yeah, some I bloody... Did, I did see, see that. Yeah, no, we've got some bloody legends attached, mate. And that Cars and Coffee, I think there's going to be two Cars and Coffee run out of Mirabara. Um, KT's Cafe are going to start having a cruise night scenario on a Wednesday night as well. I see they kicked up one this week from the worst possible night for the rain. Um, but otherwise, really cool. Other general business tonight, off, off to Jimbo's birthday. I can talk about it as much as I want. He doesn't know I'm coming, but by the time this episode comes up, we've already had a bloody top night, Jimbo's birthday. And picking up Brody Borg and Dan, who make up Speedo Media, picking them up in Mill Park tomorrow and rolling them into the Queen Vic. Uh, sorry, not Queen Vic, the uh, Ligon Street Hot Rod Brecky. So, oh, you've got it all sorted out. Oh, mate, unreal. I went and picked up Tom Bilston the other night. He reckons he's listened to every episode, and I've only ever mentioned him once. So here we go. This episode's a killer one, mate. We may as well start the Tom Bilston drinking game, but picked him up last night and took him to the Road Rodders with us because... Uh, his local car club don't have a juniors program. You've got to be 18, got to have a car to join, whereas you sign up with the ASRF, you can join the Ballarat Road Rodders. So, well, you're already a member once you nominate the club. So, yeah, that's about me general business. Well, there you go. Just on now, the, uh, you mentioned the T-shirts. I, I will say that I was talking to Mum while we were away and she was uh, showing some friends of hers from Brisbane around Ballarat. Uh, must have been last weekend, I think, when all the cars were around. Was it yep. last weekend that it was going off tapping town? Oh, oh mate, it was killer. And, we were, we uh, were parked up in the usual mum, spot. Mum rang and said, oh, mum yep. rang and said, uh, just just seen someone wearing your, wearing your T-shirt. And I said, oh, it would have been Chris. <laughs> <laughs> said, no, 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 it was some, some, some tall, tall fella with sort of dark hair. I said, oh, it's good, it's getting out there. So um, jump on the certified. I print and get a T-shirt. It's good. Good yeah. to see him out and about. Yeah, well, actually, on that on that note too, uh, there's one in a tote bag here that's going to Jimbo for his birthday too, mate. I've put him together a little birthday package because you know Beck was sort of attached and did an Everlade eight with us and reviewed the mag. And I reckon tonight at some part of this messy night, I reckon I'll get Jimbo's Everlade because we've been Everlade eight because we've been promising that. So yeah, we'll have another we'll have another T-shirt on a good plan. Yeah, you know, it's a ripper. So plan. we were um, we were repping the uh, Never Late year walking around Bathurst. It was it was pretty cool. Um, um, the wife had her wife had her top on. I had my top on. It was completely un un uh, what unscripted. It's just we got out of the got out of the car and Seth goes, uh, we're a bit matching. I said, oh, it's okay. Uh, <laughs> I love it. I love it. I mean, we got people putting up photos. Anyway. Yeah, walking. Around. You got kids walking around with never late t-shirts on as well, mate. You're going well. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, well, we I think we should stop rambling and let's let's get on to jazz and yep. come through those eight questions. Okay, Jasmine, we did send you through the questions a bit earlier, so you've kind of prepped yourself. You said you probably had about four pages of notes for the whole episode yeah. that you made, <laughs> but may not need to refer back to them. You probably. So. Um, yeah. Maybe before we do the eight questions, is 
just want to give her uh, give herself a bit of a, a, a plug and what she, what she does. Yeah, you can do that. Uh, yeah, all right. Um, well, <laughs> you might know the the little green Hilux. Um, <laughs> was nominated for Street Machine of the Year, which is yeah, I'm really stoked that it was even nominated. Like, it's up against some really good cars, so. Uh, I don't know how it's going to go. I haven't heard anything yet. So. Oh, there you go. I thought you might have already known. I put her to, I put her to the question the other day to try and find out, and she wouldn't wouldn't yeah. wouldn't give me much. So I'm like, oh, has she won? Yeah, no, well, I hope so. <laughs> but, um, well, Chad, Chad seems to be kissing the trophy goodbye right now. You know, so Chad, it can't be far away before the call's made. No, <laughs> no. but yeah, as I said, there's a lot of good cars in that I'm up against, so. I'm not holding my breath over it, but I did give it my best shot. Oh, absolutely. And I'll commend you on your social media because, you know, a lot of these people aren't driving social media the way you have been. It's phenomenal. Yeah. You know? And uh, just and just a really timely recap on the build because, you know, how, I mean, we'll get into it a bit more in our eight questions. But mm-hmm. so so are you are you a trade, you're a trade in upholstery? You, well, yeah, or? I'm an apprentice auto trimmer, so I do interiors. Um, I've been, so I've been doing it for about two years now. Yep. And just about finished my apprenticeship. I'm just waiting on the paperwork. Um, and I actually finished it so quickly because I did my Hilux, like, I did all the interior um, to yep. tick off the in the apprenticeship. Oh, that's awesome. Pretty, pretty much done a whole interior in, yeah. <laughs> really quick time. So, um, Do you work for a shop? Yeah, I work for Maskell's Customs and Classics over in Shepparton. Um, but yeah, before yep. I was just making coffees for 10 years <laughs> 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 while I built my mini truck. That's incredible because, yeah, I'm definitely going to have to dig deeper into this mini truck and how you've been so all over every single part of that build because mm-hmm. I didn't – I mean, it's easy to think a lot of this stuff's been farmed out, but to see those videos of you cutting up templates and then cutting the steel and forming those inner, inner tubs in the bloody engine bay and just, you know, it's just – it's a little mind-blowing because, again, what building – you don't learn that making coffees for 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> Not making the coffees, but I guess yeah. – in, like having a job like that, it made going home and working on the truck so exciting because, you know, the work was so boring and I had all this energy, you know, to go home and it's, yeah. <laughs> it's can can it's weld, can um, can paint. Jesus. Can trim. Yeah. Wiring, wiring, was that you too? Yeah, yeah, did all that. What, a lot of YouTube tutori- tutorials you? or? Oh, yeah, this and that, just Googling things. Um, I don't know. There's a will, there's a way. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely not a mullet. Is it on your shoulder? That's definitely yeah. not a mullet. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> Hello? I'm going to have to shout out Luna Lizard on uh, Instagram too, which is Lily Roberts Lizard, who's got its own social media page, Instagram, <laughs> Luna Lizard. So, you know, <laughs> worth checking in. <laughs> we just saw a heap of those things. That we went to Australia Zoo just on our way back down and um they're just everywhere walk like not in case they're just walking around the zoo <laughs> kids were loving it yeah it's great yeah uh, well, let's get stuck into these questions eh? yeah right. yep. let's do it okay uh jazzy what would be your first car related memory that you could lay on us yeah um this was a tricky one because i was never really brought up around cars my parents had zero interest um 
I was an only child and I grew up on a 10 acre little olive hobby farm that my dad did and I had to sort of make my own fun and yeah I was into sort of uh, like painting and creative things just making things just to entertain myself I guess Um, but as far as cars go yeah yeah, I wasn't heavily involved with anything Um, but the first car related memory I can think of was um, my dad's, yeah, I think it was a VS because it had a red stripe on it. Um, I remember that, but it was a U yeah. and I was about seven or eight and I used to love just riding in the back, you know, just holding onto the roof and just going down the end of the paddock. Yeah. But um, one day he actually forgot that I was in the back and he started doing 100 Ks down the road and I was loving <laughs> it. <laughs> Absolutely loving it, and he didn't realise until he got to the end of the road. I think I tapped on the window. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, that, that's probably yeah the strongest car-related memory from when I was younger. <laughs> yeah, absolute ripper. <laughs> yeah, and that's something that's carried on then because we all rode in the back of you. It's like it was happening yeah. so much when we were bloody kids. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Adrian, you want the next one? Yep. Uh, righto. What was your first car? Doesn't have to be anything special. Like, what was the actual first car you went and. and the and green one. <laughs> the mini oh, truck. The Hilux. The Hilux yeah. the first car. Oh, that's cool. Got that. I think it was $2,200. It was. My parents bought it for me as a first car, and I just. I wanted a Ute because um, I had a motorbike, and I, yep. I wanted to cart my motorbike around. So I got. Um, a Hilux, my um, partner at the time, and who is now my fiance, Michael, he had a Hilux, a purple one that was, you know, lowered, and I thought that was really cool. I've seen the shots of that too. Yeah, yeah that's cool. So, so then I just, yeah, I wanted a Hilux, and I found one um, locally in town, and yeah, got it. It was pretty bad. Like it was, it was primer, um, which there was no prep work underneath. Like it was just, I think it was enamel primer spray. Yep. Um, just over the wire and it had a tray on it which was it was made of wood and I think the guy tried to make it himself it was pretty awful yeah um, had checker plate all on the inside like where the radio surround is and stuff it was gross so um I just yeah I think one of the first things I actually did in it was the the carpet I bought some carpet and cut the holes in it you know I was had a go at doing that um yeah I was yep. really yeah, excited about doing all that, and I guess it just yeah went on from there. But yeah, yeah got it. <laughs> and did Michael build his Hilux? Oh, has he cool. has he has he got a few he, skills around that? Yeah, he he's a um, boiler maker by trade, so he does. Oh. He's actually got his own business called Wazz's, yep. where he does all the uh, mini truck builds. He mainly focuses on the chassis and the suspension. Yep. Yeah. Oh, very cool. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so, well, we're going into the favourite car you've owned, and it's got to be the this one, then I guess. Or I, you know, like yeah, I've learnt so much, you know, through having this car and building it. Um, it it's got to be my favourite. Can you just walk? Can you so? Can you just walk us through the build? Like I don't know how you're going to recap the last. Um, you know, t- yeah, <laughs> look, there's a bit going on. Um, 
Because we've got down on our little sheet, we just say, you know, mods and et cetera. So, you know, we'll just expand on the Hilux. I know it's famous. There's not too many people that are going to learn much about the Hilux from this conversation. Um, but, yeah. It was it? pretty much the whole thing for me was a learning process. So I started doing little things, chopping it up, you know, like shaving the door handles and just, I don't know, all the usual mini truck things and, yeah. And it pretty much got to a few stages where it was finished. Like it, it looked done and I was driving it. And then, I don't know, I just get the urge to want to do something else and then it'd be off the road chopping it up again. <laughs> um, like doing that front end that's on it, um, it's off of a newer model, high, uh, like a Surf, which is the wagon version of the Hilux. Yeah, Adrian's got some love for a Surf. I know that. Yeah. You know. Yep. Because it's newer, it was actually longer and sort of bigger and then the proportions looked wrong so i chopped it up again um built a new chassis for it which is the one that's under it now and um extended the wheelbase um so that the proportions matched front to back yep um i don't even know like um there are a lot so of wells pretty much like because i chopped it up again i might as well body drop it which involves chopping the whole floor out and then lowering the body over the floor and then making new seals, like fabricating all that. And while I was doing that, I had to chop the firewall up, you know, to section it. And I was like, oh, might as well, you know, put, put an LS in it while I'm at it, you know. New <laughs> and, yeah, How it just... Well? Yeah, look, I, I can't knock them. They're a, they're a good engine. I know they get a lot of hate sometimes, but, oh, yeah. yeah. They're pretty think, bulletproof, but, really. <laughs> yeah, I've had no major dramas with it. Oh, the first engine I had did crack a piston. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've got a, a second handy, like just an old. It's a bit tired. I got it cheap back when they were fairly cheap. Yeah. I saw you recently uh, posting uh, th down in Mexico, throwing a few hoops in the uh, highlights uh, as well. So is that... Well, is that... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't need to go to Mexico because um, <laughs> a person, um, a customer at work has their own skid pad and oh. I was enough to go down and use that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. That's Driving awesome. it in the rain, beating on it while people are still voting for Street Machine of the Year, you know, <laughs> picking up bloody trail bikes on trailers, driving in floodwaters, you know. Yeah. Yeah, you were right. You're definitely stamping that S into S-M-O-T-Y, <laughs> you know. It's all about street. <laughs> no. Yeah, you got to drive them, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Well, question, three, uh, question four, we go on to regretful sales and missed opportunities. You've probably got not much to add into there. Uh, you've just... Not a lot. Like, I haven't really sold much. <laughs> but yeah. one thing I did sell, I had a, a posty bike, and I absolutely loved it. <laughs> but yeah. it was actually, I was riding that around while the Hilux was off the road while I was, I don't know, doing something to it. And I needed yeah. to around, so I had the posty bike, but... Um, riding it to work, you know, it wasn't always good weather. Um, yeah. So I needed anything, you know, that, that had a roof on it. So I yeah. swapped it for a, a Triton, like a, a 90s Triton, and that was an absolute lemon. Like, yeah, <laughs> but yeah I regret swapping, um, swapping them. Um, I spent so much money, you know, trying to get it, keeping it roadworthy, and it yeah. just changed carbies, and it was just kept running like absolute crap. And anyway, 
my highlights was back on the road, so I didn't need it anymore. And uh, it became the paddock bomb. And then I couldn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> and now we've got our own place. It's become the farm you. Because, you know, we it's got the tray on the back and it's actually really practical. But So it ended up turning out okay, but I still miss the posty. <laughs> yeah, no, we've got a mate that comes out here. He's friends with uh, my mate's young bloke, but he had a posty when everyone else is on YZ's. And he's riding this posty with the biggest grin on his head, taking jumps down the front paddock, like just, yeah. you know, he'd ride it across here when he was bloody 15 years old, you know, about three Ks to our joint, just lobbing the yard in this, on this old ratty posty bike. But, oh, look, they're yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, they get a heap of love and clearly reliable. But yeah, the mate used to service all the posty bikes in Ballarat at the end of the day too. So okay. yeah, he had that as part of his job. But yeah, anyway, that's a buddy. Yeah, no, that's no, a replacement. Posties are awesome. Awesome. I did. Yeah. I did majority of my learner time, I suppose, on a, on a mate's post because I just went and got my owls and I didn't have a bike for a while. And he goes, "Oh, here, just ride the post." Yeah, oh, mate. Oh. To and from yeah. work, it was the best fun. Up over gutters and mm. jumping, you know, <laughs> jumping off driveways. It was bloody yeah. awesome. Shout out to the posties too, mate. They've just uh, got through magpie season, the old swoopy boy season. So oh, I've mate, seen oh, videos on Dowling saw... Street. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't remember where it was. We saw um, one of the stops, one of the towns. I, I can't remember. I can't remember whether it was in New South Wales or Queensland. But the postie was delivering the mail in an Australia Post, like a granny mobile. Oh, yeah, right. Cover over the roof. Little yep. three-wheel granny mobile thing. And it's like he's got the full helmet, the full yellow rain suit on and he's driving this granny mobile with Australia Post on the back. So, hmm, hey. I think I'd rather a uh, posty bike. <laughs> yeah, well, I saw one posty hit in the head four times and this magpie didn't take a perch. Just four times in a row, he cracked him in the head before he went back up onto the power lines. It was a fair effort. <laughs> hey, so um, favourite car event? Got a feeling that maybe it's, you know, hovering around some kind of Motor X, Summonats type uh, car. Well, or... I'm going to say um, it's a mini truck event or it, it's it's mostly mini trucks but now there's all sorts like you get classic pickups you know low riders yeah all these cool cars even classics and whatnot yep. it's called East Coast Cruise and it's in Jindabyne New South Wales it yep. used to be Batemans Bay but the cops kind of um, hassled us a little bit so <laughs> moved to there it was relocated to Jindabyne and it's really cool like it's you know, right in the snowy mountains, um, and it's at an off-season ski resort. Oh, and yeah. the whole show is contained in this one resort. So you've got the show, which is on a, a oval at the bottom, yep. the bottom resort, and and um, all the accommodations there. So, you know, you've got all the trucks parked around, and you can just, you know, step out of your accommodation and check them out. And um, they don't care if you drag, so I don't know yeah. if you're familiar with me. <laughs> Just dragon rails are everywhere. Like you can just oh, do yeah. it you know, all night up and down the drag alley, they call it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Gee, that sounds um, like one to check in on. Yeah, and there's a the presentation. There's a big hall there where you know they do all the presentations and the the after party and and then there's Sunday Fun Day where you go up Mount Kosciuszko and it's there's still still up there. It's in November. Yep. And yeah, it hasn't been on for a couple of years, but it's back on this year and. I'm, Looking forward to it. I'm going to cruise the green one there. And uh, awesome. When's that, and when's that on? What's the dates for that one? Uh, oh, November, oh, no. uh, mid-November. 
in November. Yeah. 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 Uh, awesome. Yes. Yeah, media and stuff. But yeah, it's really good fun, that. <laughs> yeah, no, good stuff. Yeah, because apparently you're a little bit overcleaning, though, I likes too. Like, you know, you're oh, quite happy yeah. to just punish it and get it a bit grotty. And, you know, you're not. Yeah. Look, not I did be... get um, ceramic coated, which is, is helpful. Like, I, yeah. I don't really need a chamois it now. Like, but. Oh. It, it still gets filthy. Like the roads around here are pretty crap. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the roads around Victoria, you know, <laughs> like the yeah. whole state, the whole state's a bit crap right now. Yeah. yeah no, awesome. <laughs> um, what else have we got, mate? Uh, so currently just got the Hilux, got the Triton, the current cars. So. Uh, oh, the current cars. Well, I've actually, my daily, um, is a 1981 Hilux, which is airbagged and it's got a 3.8 V6 in it. Oh, yeah, very. sort of V6. Yeah. And that engine actually used to be in the green one. Um, yeah, a lot of the parts from the green one ended up going into this. To, yeah. Like, yeah, a lot of the old parts. So to bag this didn't really take much extra effort. Like yeah. it threw it together pretty quickly and... Yeah, it's a daily driver. It's it's so much fun. It's a single cab, so it's got a full flat floor on the back, so it's really practical. It's got this wacky canopy on the back that kind of um, flows, flows upwards, and I've modified the lower apron under the bumper to give that a little flick as well so that yep. it kind of all sort of flows together. And it, it's pretty ratty. Like, it looks like an old farm ute. Um, I've put some yep. 90s spoke billets on it um, at the moment, which yeah. looks a bit out of place, but I still like the look of it. Um, and But I do want to paint that bright red eventually. Yeah. You make everything sound so so easy, though. So I just did that. So I just fabricated another chassis. So I just, you know, like you make everything sound so cruisy, but I want to just sort of remind you. Know, <laughs> I mean, I, I touched him before we started recording, but 28 years of age, like that's a phenomenal amount that you've got in your back catalogue there, schools-wise, you know, for fab, for trim, for you know, painting. Yeah. I mean, I was watching the videos you're painting the. Ute. I'm t I'm trying to explain it to people, and then it's just blowing people's minds if I pull up your Instagram and give them a bit of a look through what actually happened, you know. But uh, yeah. highly, highly commendable, you know, sort of make everyone else push a little bit harder. I would have thought. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, no worries. Um, <clears throat> We're nearly rounding this out. We're up to number seven. We've got the dream car or the dream garage. So it's either a really good space to build your stuff or it's, you know, we can go money, no object. What's the greatest car that you consider ever built? You know, whatever. Well, <laughs> we definitely do need a bigger garage. Yeah. <laughs> Already, um, we've been in, we've had a house for a year now and, yeah, it's definitely too small for all the cars we sort of plan to build and whatnot. Yeah. Um, so yeah, definitely um, have an extension in mind there. Yeah. Um, There's nothing uh, really, nothing really in the list that you want to own. You just want to keep building. Well, yeah, I've got so. Well, the next project is a um, '64 Toyota Stout. Yep. Yeah. And that, I'm gonna say that is my dream. <laughs> my uncle had a Stout. But I just love them. They're just quirky and cool and i've got really big sort of fab plans for that one um Jazz, what's much, a stout that's where it is it's pretty basically much, the first hilux yeah predecessor to the hilux okay, they did cool. for a little bit <clears throat> pretty tough like real tough 
Yeah. Real tough little you. A lot more boxy. Feel like a brick shit house. They are boxy, but I kind of want to give it a bit more style and flow. Um, I've I've drawn a heap of pictures, just like pretty much what I want to do. I'm probably going to make almost the whole thing (laughs) (laughs) from scratch. Hmm. Yep. And I was thinking about actually making it maybe out of aluminium because I I really want to learn more about you know, metal shaping and welding aluminium and just working with it. So it'd be a good learning process to to build it out of aluminium. I don't know. <laughs> That's fantastic. Well, for anyone <laughs> listening in, in, in the US of A, aluminium is aluminium. Uh, <laughs> Australians, yeah. though, didn't they? I'm pretty sure Australians invented aluminium. They made it. Yeah, but the Americans have a problem with, with uh, they, pronunciation, they I it's it's aluminum, <laughs> aluminum. Yeah, I know. They could at least respect us enough. If they can't build us a right-hand drive Camaro, they could at least yeah, they could at least pronounce the word. Uh, yeah. It's not much to ask for. Now let's tack this on the end. We've got number eight, which was some words of wisdom, or just a little bit of advice to people, I suppose. But again, like you're one of the most driven buddy people I see in the scene right now for just. Yeah, you haven't handed it off to anybody to do anything. You've just tackled everything yourself. But, yeah, you got a few little words to sum up the days you take? Got a few things down. Um, so what I've got is um, don't say no to anything that could lead to an opportunity. Like, just, yeah, <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> even if it's scary or, or whatever. Um, and as far as, you know, building a car, um, set goals. So what I did is I picked East Coast Cruise as a as a yearly show to try and achieve something that was almost impossible to achieve in that time frame, but yeah. it, it worked as, as motivation to um, get the build, you know, done. Like moving. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's a really good way to um, get some motivation and pretty much don't be scared to cut shit up. <laughs> <laughs> um, just, yeah, start small. <laughs> um, I guess that's a good thing about mini trucks too. Like they're cheap. Um, cutting them up is, you know, it's not scary. <laughs> yeah. But have you, um, have you, yeah. Have you, I'm just interested, this is a bit of a sidetrack, but have you got have you got a dollar figure for what you've spent building building uh, your trucks? It's in more... A world, in a, in a world where people are pushing cars off to get built, like Chad Ribbons, you know, 6,000, he reckons, with a bit of wheeling and dealing, that's about all he's got invested in that age. Yeah. Look, it's more time than money. Um, yeah, it's – I only spent money where it was completely essential. Like, I built this um, when I was making coffees, you know, minimum wage. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The money, and I think that's what helped push me to just do everything myself. Yeah, and that's what I think. It might it might be a springboard for other people to tackle more because again, yeah. everything's everything's getting prohibitively expensive, be it paint, be it body, you know, like everything's dear. So Yeah. Better sense of satisfaction at the end, you know, driving something that you've built, you know. It's it's yeah, cool. Absolutely. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, very cool. No, it won't tie you down to a number. Numbers are too hard to determine, and you've been building this thing for a long time in various forms. Yeah, so should I don't be hard, know but... that really yeah. want to, know, to be honest. But I still love the story. Can you tell us about the parts you flew in? Oh, all right. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was 20, 
So I've been to America a couple of times. So the first time was 2016. I actually went to England with my mum to see my family because all my family is in England. Yeah. Um, that was sort of just a family trip. And we spent a week in America on the way back because I always wanted to go to America. Um, and anyway, um, at, at that stage, I had the idea in my head to do this uh, third-gen surf front-end conversion. But parts over here are really hard to get. They do exist, but yep. expensive and, yeah, I couldn't find anything. So actually in England and in America, they're a lot more common. Yep. Uh, so when I was in England, I actually got the front guards from a wreckers. There was like one wreckers in all of England that had twerk. <laughs> And most of them were completely rusted. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah. Anyway, to bring these back, I chopped the guards in half. Pretty much got the pieces I needed: the body line and the front part, and put it in the suitcase. <laughs> and, and that actually hmm. went to America. Hmm. I was in America. I got the grill and the bumper. Yeah. So um, to get the bumper back, I went to Walmart and got a sleeping bag, the biggest one I could find, <laughs> got some tie-down straps and some thread and a needle and and wrapped the bumper in the sleeping bag, um, sewed the straps to the bag so it had, like, carry handles so it looked sort of legitimate. Yeah. And, yeah, and then I was actually – it was all a bit of a, a gamble, but um, <laughs> I was able to check, check it in as oversized luggage for no extra charge. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Ah, that was awesome. Um, yeah, well, I wanted to. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, welded it all back together. Oh, and the bedsides too. So on the second trip, um, I got the bedsides and did yeah. the same thing, chopped them in half, the body line out of them and put them yeah. in the suit and welded them back together and now they're in the truck. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. So good. Yeah, yeah good fun. The um, accent wasn't lost on me, Jazz. I just no noticed earlier a slight... English inflection. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, some people pick it. My parents still have a fairly strong accent. I think they've been here for 28 years, maybe somewhere around that now, but they've still got the accent and I guess being brought up with them, it kind of... Yeah, it's rubbed off a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I just want to take us to a little bit of general business. Um, just watched a bit of stuff on the F-150 Lightning, the EV. Um, Hoovy's Garage did a review, put a trailer on it, wanted to tow an A-model Tudor, like not a very heavy vehicle on an aluminium trailer, slashed its uh, battery life to about a third, 100 miles for a and then recharge, you know, over 45 minutes, just a bit disgraceful. But Alex Jones actually picked up his video and ran with it and put a couple of mistruths in there and said that he'd said that it had no torque, whereas even in the video he said the torque is through the roof and said that it wouldn't get above 25 mile an hour, which is garbage because it was 75, 80 mile an hour the whole way when you did a 200 mile trip in it. So I'm just sort of a bit curious as to what bloody Alex Jones's take is on that, you know, because, I mean, you listen to his video and you think that's garbage, that can't be true. So I suppose people are turning off Hoovy's garage a little bit if they're bloody listening to Alex Jones. But so I want to put that out there. I'll keep dissing electric vehicles till they, you know, stop the uptake. It's all a bit disgraceful. That's about, but do you want to get into the magazine, mate? Is that what you're keen to move to? Because I've written seven yeah, pages. 
I've written seven pages of notes that probably aren't going to make it into this episode. I've been researching everything in the last two weeks. So. Well, you've got me. You've got me for about another hour before I have to go and drop children off at work. So no, uh, well, I say, I if say you're we still launch. Going, I say we if launch. Still going? I'll just disappear. <laughs> no, well, that's all right. I'll, I'll, I reckon. Well, we may as well make a start. We'll launch straight into ba 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 ba. Never late Sunday school. Well, I just. But as a preamble, just say that I didn't get this magazine till about this time yesterday, so I'm really <clears throat> look. Up against I've it. Made some picks. I haven't read all the stories, uh, um, so I'm going to be guided by you two. Yeah. Most of it, but uh, I've I've been able to manage. Oh yeah, the way I pick it anyway is usually by visual. Yeah. Uh, um, so I've done my picks, but I just haven't haven't read all the stories. So. Um, Lennon's cool, picked his, his couple of cars, so uh, I'll be relying on, on uh, Jazzy and Mr. Kelly for uh, in-depth uh, information on this one. Yeah, well, I've tried to condense my choices, Sucks but we know I'm not, we, <clears throat> we also know I'm not real good at condensing my choices, but I did try to. But I might let you start us off, Jazzy, if you want to. What was your top car in the magazine? <laughs> All right. It was actually really tricky. Um but it's actually pretty hard, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's very hard, isn't it? Absolutely. So I was torn between the XP and actually the the Grot. <laughs> and I yep. ended up with the Grot. Just, just, I read the story and I thought, yeah, it was really cool. Like, yeah, the guy went through, you know, so much work to just to restore this thing. Like, it was... Pretty much, he stripped it down right to a bare frame and made a jig and, yeah, I don't know, I just thought that was really, really yeah. good. Well, you and I have actually jinxed on Top Car because, <laughs> you know, and again, I was grateful to find the grot in there because I felt that the, the build is so commendable that it was deserving and it was an easy pick for me for Top Car in a magazine full of great cars. But when, <laughs> I, when I read the part about the brothers in Ballarat, that had it and they were going to use the roof off it for a HK Monaro they had. I was actually standing with that guy on um, Sunday on Lake Wendere, Greg Berridge, who's one of the brothers. And I actually sent him a, sent him a photo I took of the paragraph and the article because Greg's not in the scene or anything. And he's yeah. like, I said, i got a feeling you're one of the brothers that mentioned in this story. And he said, yeah. And he said, if you want to know more, I'll get my people to talk to your people and we'll tee something up. And we're just having a bit of a chuckle. But the fact that, yeah, Greg the leg, Greg Berridge, bit of a Ballarat legend, and his brother had this one, be interesting because I can get a little bit deeper into the story as well. So I'm going to have a bit of a chat to Greg around it too. But absolutely phenomenal. And it seems like once, he, once John Taverna sort of passed away, in 2013 that's when he decided it had to be the best version of this car that he could build and it's it's phenomenal like and again you know you've got to commend the magazine AO and I walked around this car took photos and everything but I got more by then connecting it to the article I guess than just looking at the car you know I learned a little bit about it too even though I'm 53 I didn't necessarily know a lot about it but Gonna shout out that brake pedal with the hand lever welded to it so you can buddy stage with the clutch and the accelerator and use your hand to hold the brakes on. That was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Agri agricultural, but it's a flash looking piece now back in the car all chromed up, you know? Mm -hmm. but, yeah, nah, love it. Well, mate, have you found something that you thought was top car yourself? Yeah, mate, I, I went for, uh, I hope I got his name right, Dirk Van der Kooy. 
in his ESP. Absolutely love it. The stance, yeah. the Simmons, the colour. I mean, I, I love those ESP uh, XEs anyway, but, but um, yeah, done right, yeah. they're, they're, they're pretty hard to go up, which, um, you know, it's it's sort of hard. I mean, I picked, I picked two. Um, the ESP was my number one just because I love it. The second one was obviously the cover car because uh, I, that was one of the stories I actually did manage to read. And, um, yeah, pretty phenomenal build. I, I love the fact that the turbos are basically there for show. They're only running five-pound to boost or something. But, but um, what do you say, the bit of a wank factor. But um, also, like the little line in there, he's, he's saying, you know, there's – I haven't got the quote in front of me, but something along the lines is there's plenty of purists that will hate me for what I've done to the car, but that's their problem, not mine. Yeah. <laughs> so that was pretty good. Um, yeah, but yeah well, those yeah. two cars, um, for me, got got my two. I've, uh, I'm just making it a rule to just pick two. I'm just going to go back. two favourite cars. Yeah, I'm just going to go back. I'm going to go backwards because I didn't say uh, Dean, uh, what, Dean Proger. Uh, who is the builder of the grot, you know, or the rebuilder of the grot? So you need to Did shout you him out. get to have a look around at Jazz when you're at Motor X? Um, yeah, briefly, but I, I didn't really know much about the story, so I probably didn't look at it as in depthly as I should have. Yeah. Yeah, same. Absolutely the same here. <laughs> yeah. But love that. Okay. Uh, best of the builds. Um, we're about page 114 roughly, but. What did you find in amongst the uh, current builds, Jazzy? Best of the builds. Um, oh, I can't find the page, but I've got it here. I yeah. had Tina Wilkinson's 64C10. Um, yeah. Not trying to be biased to trucks, but I think it's really cool how it's a girl having a go. Absolutely. No, oh. I've definitely got some stuff around that one too. I actually wanted to read a yeah, bit of that I, out. Yeah, I had that one. Can I mm -hmm. read a little bit? Can I read a little bit out of her spiel? Mm-hmm. Um, the week it arrived, I hooked into a disc brake conversion and fuel tank relocation, C-notched the chassis for airbags, fitted a HEI distributor and manifold and upgraded the carby and 12-volt alternator. I've recently pulled it back off the road for stage two of the build, which will involve fresh paint and wood for the bed floor. Also be rebuilding the 350 cube small block chev with alloy heads, a lumpy cam and rollers, as well as adding aircon and a bunch of things. I've been doing everything mostly myself so far, including welding up excess firewall holes, fabbing up my own drip rails and all the other bodywork. Uh, soon we'll head for paint. So just, again, phenomenal all over the build. Hit the ground running, you know. Um, yeah, thoroughly commendable, that one. Um, Another one I had was um, the Brad Smith VH Commodore. So I got a little bit excited in this section. We're, so we're two for two there. That both I picked both of those vehicles. Well, 700 horsepower, 308. We about got me over the line sort of straight away. But no, that's a really cool build as well. See, I got a bit carried away. So glad you got a minimal content. But I've got Gordon Hodgson for the XB, which. I got my XB coupe after doing three road trips across the USA in Grant Hodgson's supercharged Red XC coupe. I joked that I would really like a coupe too, and as soon as we got back home, the hunt was on. Like, inspiration could be found anywhere, but, yeah, cruising around bloody the States in an XB hardtop, it's a bit hard to bloody pass up. So. Um, so that's about all I really mentioned in there. Um, 
Although the VL Calais looks very similar to one I've been hanging out with in Ballarat, which is um, the young brain one, pink one. Yeah. Wonder whether it was the same car for a moment. Do you, you have anything else, Jazz? Um, no, pretty much. Yeah, the two that you, all the yeah, VH and yeah, they're the they're my favourite. <laughs> they're good. But we've all uh, all um, got the same ones there, so that's pretty cool. Yep, that's it. Well, we're on to our uh, readers' pride section now. I, I just had the one so I can be over and out pretty quick. Page yep. one thirty-five, red XD with the gold sim. That's a winner. Yep. I can take us on that the same page. Steve, Steve Garrett, I think his name was. Yep, Steve Garrett. Uh, well, on the same page, we've got Matt Tubner with the VB Commodore. Um, it was the first Commodore ever sold in my hometown in Arabri, but more importantly, it was my pop's car from you. I'm the second owner. Four generations of my family have now been in this car. Has 117,000 Ks on the odometer, cruises beautifully. Um, just a cool old stock. VB, still in the family. Did love that. Also, I went with um, Paul De Salvatore's LJ. Big fan of that LJ, but um, built it from a rolling shell when he was 17, now 28, and it's sitting there on it with 427 small block, 700 horse, and squatting on 275. So that's a cool car. And again, started that project at 17. Love that. Uh, I do like. Yeah, I had the LJ um, purely because, yeah, like similar story to me, like started when he was 17 and now 28, like it's the same, like, <laughs> I, yeah, appreciate, you know, starting at that age and having, you know, get accomplishing all that. It's pretty cool. Yeah, the Paul De Salvatore LJ, that's a winner. Like, um, I do like Hudson Baker's EH as well, um, mm. just because there were plenty running around like that back when I was about 18, 19. So, yeah, bit of a fan of that. Um, AO, we've got you. Yeah, I did. You're talking about Reader's Pride, yeah? Yeah, mate. You can have a glance. Yeah, no, so. I just had the XD. Just I the just XD. had the XD. Yeah, no, that's all right. I just thought you might add something else. I did like the Charger, the RT replica, but, you know, how carried away can a bloke get? Um, 132, do we know anyone that likes 69 Camaros? You know, because <laughs> that's a cool car too. So, yeah, really... well, it's hard to, hard to leave out. And uh, Jamie Wick's 69 Camaro, that's a good-looking car. Yeah. And it's a good week for a 69 Camaro because I see uh, Jamie Scott Clay just fired his up. So it's getting close to being on the road, that black one with its bad big block. Yeah, I, I did. I saw him on Facebook <clears> the other day saying it was on the dyno, so that's good. Yeah, we've got a date with that car, so yeah, no, it'd be good to see it come back. Um, there you go. Oh, well, Sunday sesh. We've got down page 142. Don't know whether that's where it starts. Yep, there it is, page 142. right. And speaking of Jamie Scott Clay, there's Dale's truck up there with a young girl standing next to it, the blue F truck, shot by Anthony Yeah, I, I, I picked that one as uh, I had that one as my pick. Dale's big, uh, well, he calls it big blue as well. So yeah, and he was um, having a he was having a bad day when I shot a photo of that photo and sent it through to him, and he had made made his day pretty much. He was pretty impressed to see that in there. The cool looking truck. I probably prefer that to his diesel, to be honest. 
Yeah, well, I said it was probably a good opportunity too, by the way. You know, look up Diesel Boy on Instagram. Check out his red truck. It's killer. Now, have we got any uh, any sponsors that might want to throw that bloke a power stroke to get that diesel truck back on the road? Because at the moment, he's about to cull his Com- Commodore collection to see it happen. So, you know, if anyone wants to back a good a good guy who's attached to Show Cars Melbourne, they might get a sticker on the window if they throw him an engine. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what did you like in the Sunday section, Jazzy? Yeah. Well, I was drawn to that truck, you know, because I, I do Again, like, truck, truck life. <laughs> you know, bias to a truck again. Um, but I really like that photo on page 142, Anthony Harbour's uh, uh, ex-wife. I've got that I've got that photo. That was the actually... Black and white. Black and white. Yeah. 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 Fog and the headlights and... Yeah. yeah. What did I say? Yeah. Um, yeah, grey day X Y G T photo. Yeah, I do. That was my first pick out of there, anyway. So mm. I'd make a mad poster. And that H G on the next page is pretty cool as well. Just the, you know, it's the old school brown. <laughs> yeah. Like a really cool cruiser. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, I went one forty four between Jeff Coulson's H K Monaro shot. And the Andrew Galley escort pano shot. I just like those photos, you know. And again, probably not seeing enough little escorts running around, but um, that HK Monaro shot's killer. And yeah, again, really like yeah, the escort photo. Yeah, I picked the HK. Yep. HK was in my pick, that gold colour one. Yeah. I mean, how can you go wrong with HK Monaro, really? Uh, that's it. Otherwise, yeah, again, if, we don't, if we're not picking you out of this magazine, it's not because you're not worthy. You're going to just kind of limit ourselves somewhere. So, um, well, it's, it's just another, like, we're in, no, we're doing November and we keep saying it, but it's another one of those positions where you could have just picked the whole magazine, to be honest. Yeah, well, tough shot. It's been a good year for Street Machine. Oh, absolutely. And did you find that too, Jasmine, when you're sort of reading it oh. to try and to try and find and pick criteria, you get a different version of the magazine, don't you? Yeah, it was <laughs> tricky. I think I spent three hours last night trying to go through it. Yep, yeah, and uh, that's yeah. about standard. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you get a tough shot? Did you find something that really grabbed well, you as what we'd call a tough shot? Turn to the red Senanats feature in pick almost every photo. <laughs> yeah, no, well, there you go. Well, I picked one out of there anyway, so... <laughs> I hear what you're saying, but I've gone page 46 for the VH rolling through the drive-thru, uh, yeah. the VHSS Group 3, because I saw a video of that thing too. That's virtually churning the tyres on the cam. It's it's wild, you know, like because I'd seen the video. It connected me straight to the fo- that photo. Um, but also I went page 74 uh, for Greg Andrews' Monaros, which just, yeah, killer. That red coupe is just mm. nuts. But, yeah, both cars are his, both parked up there together. That's pretty cool. That about limited me to tough shot. Did you have any others yourself, Jazzy? Uh, who, me? Uh, uh, nothing. Just, uh, just any, anything out of there. I did yeah. have on page 51 the, uh, what is it, the XR Falcon. <laughs> just going nuts on the burnout pad. Yeah, that's nasty, isn't it? <laughs> it's got to be yeah. Simon. That's got to be Simon Davidson too, isn't it? <laughs> the look. 
uh, Ash Wilson, Sean McCann, and Oliver Eclipse shot that event. But no, that's a great photo. Mm. Hey, did you find a tough shot when you're flicking through? Because we normally just uh, find something that grabs your attention in a hurry. Ayo. Yeah, look, I, I've actually got <clears throat> I got tough shot blank on my bit of paper. I, I couldn't really pick one, uh, one or two. There was a few in there, but probably if there was if I had to pick pick a couple the the rear end shot of the grot and, and the rear end shot of that red nova oh thank you thank you um there's something um, something about um back end shots of cars uh, um that I'll that I like yep um but yeah there's like there's too much in there you could have gone yep. nuts on it but I sort of left it I thought I'll just listen to what you guys have picked, but yeah, probably out of those two, yeah, the, the rear end picture of the grot and the, the rear end of the Nova. I really like that Nova. Yeah, yeah, very cool. Well, honourable mentions. Um, I'm going to kick us off with the inside back page, the 355. Um, just because we're the Never Late podcast, I guess. But the blower shop, um, 671 blown, 355, good for 760 at 67. Um, and I looked up the car too. I'm just trying to find his name again in here. Andrew McAllister's HT Kingswood. That's a really nice car too. It's gold, white roof. It's something I hadn't seen. So, um, but that was one of my honourable mentions. But can I take us to the Iron Maiden on page 118? Because, um, yeah, Rebecca Griffin's V Saucy VSU. Uh, carved LS, but she seems to be all about the skids. Now, I'm just wondering, are more girls getting involved in the skid scene or are we just picking up on it more? Are people just paying more attention? Because, you know, it just seems like the ladies are really stamping a claim in our bloody, in our hobby, I reckon. Yeah, which is great to see. I love it. But, um, yeah, I went to the burnouts and they used to, went to the drags and they used to have a bit of a burnout thing at the end and decided, no, she was more about the burnouts than the uh, drag racing. So uh, good on her. Got a VS out here looking for some running gear too, a VS ute. So they seem to be on the build. And the, ke the keg in the back of the, in the tub of that ute too for the coolant, for extra capacity for the coolant. That's pretty cool. Mm. <laughs> yeah. What have you got on your list of special mentions, Jazzy? Can we? Um, these were just, I don't know, cars that caught my eye. <laughs> yeah, no, that's um, fine. 54, the, um, the Ranchero, the oh, first yeah. gen Ranchero there. Yep, go on, go on, go on. That's a cool car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely, that is cool. The styling, yeah, back then was just, yeah, perfect. Yep, you got the bike in the back as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Love nah, that's a ripper. Actually, you even um, pick three. That um... they look like a. Yep. What do you got? Look, they, they look like a cut-off fairlane, don't they? Yeah, very much the tank fairlane base. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, but the yellow car number three, um, yeah, Mick Stevenson's Holden. Um, it had issues too. I think it had an accident or something. My old bloody fender bender. Um, prepared on the road, but that's that's also a pretty cool looking car. Big fan of that. Mm. Uh, page 98. 
going to take us to the Stang. Yes, me. So, yeah, I had this one too. Yeah. Um, you might not have picked up on the part that his um, young son, where I wrote it down somewhere, I wrote notes around it. Um, the young son's got uh, T cell leukemia, four years old, out in the shed with dad, churning spanners, um, and really just loving being in amongst it, the lad. And yeah, there's the photo on page 101, dad and son. But he really hoped one day that Mustang would be the poster car. And this issue it is. So that's mm. pretty cool. That's a really cool connection to it, I reckon. Yeah, it's yeah, cool car, I like it. Yeah, William, son of Ryan Finlay, battling T-cell leukaemia while tooling on the blown Mustang with Dad, wanted the poster and got it. Looks killer. Dilemma. Are you going to hang the poster the XP side or are we going to put the Mustang side? Yeah, I don't know. It's always too hard. <laughs> it needs two posters every time. Every uh, I, do, I do love the Mustang. I do love the Mustang, like the, the big blowing, like and the blowers, you know, it's fairly hanging out. I, I like that. Yeah, it's well up, isn't it? It's so, out there. It's, it's up in the sky. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. Other cars that really clicked, yeah, took your fancy, Jazzy? Um, I did have, because the car I like, the 59 Caddy on page 76. <laughs> you know, the yeah. purple. Was that the Father's Day event? That was, that's cool. Yeah, Mario's caddy. That's cool. Probably oh, one of my favourite model cars, <laughs> the 59s. They're so good. Yeah. We've spoken about it a bit before, though. There's something about 59, like even across the board. You look yeah. at something that was made in 59, you know, and it's getting touching into that bloody jet stream scenario. But yeah, nah, very cool. Um, what else did I have a stand for? Um, oh, yeah, page 21. Page 21, we're going to go to the letters. Uh, yeah. Never Late Podcast. Uh, I've interviewed young Will Johnson about his artwork. Um, I actually shot a photo of this in the magazine too and sent it through to him, and he was really surprised to find that his letter got in so quickly. Um, but he's the one who drew Chad's car, offered to drew, drive uh, draw Dave Guilfoyle's cars. Um, spoiler alerts, I think he's drawn our cars. <laughs> but but again, really well-written letter. Um, he's concerned because it just had email and it didn't have his email address, but I think we found out the easiest place to contact Will Johnson is uh, lowered and lifted car drawings on Instagram. Just shoot him a message. Um, but no, really cool. It's been great to see. And hey, the same to... He's impressing himself every time he draws a picture. It's a little better than the last one that he drew, according to himself. But he's doing some really nice work. So uh, just good to have that. So our next episode will be the chat with Chad Ribbons and Will. Never heard of him. Who? Never will. heard of him. Never heard of Will. Young Will Johnson. That Chad, that Chad bloke. Chad, that Chad bloke. Oh, that, that Chad bloke. Yeah. yeah, Chad Ribbons. You just want me to say it again. Talk about want to... drinking game. If we were playing <laughs> the Chad Ribbons drinking game, we'd be smashed now. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. But that's okay. Every recording know, session. His moment in the big spotlight's about to diminish slightly as he hands that trophy across. To, so, to so Jazz. Okay. And, but no, well, be careful because he's a dear friend of hers too, mate. We don't want to. We don't want to go anti-Chad. That might I know. get. We, we love might him. Get, might leave through us in the chat. <laughs> we love him here. Yeah, no, of course we do. Absolutely. 
Um, so also the credits page, um, the Alice Springs photo and the credit page, I really like too. I've uh, got the Audi sitting in the middle, just of a whole heap of tough. So we're talking page eight, but just that photo there from Alice. Be awesome. But I think that was about me for honourable mentions. I got a little distracted into music stuff. Oh, I've, <clears throat> two of my things have been taken. I had the grot, uh, obviously couldn't leave that out. Had the sting, which has been spoken about. <clears throat> at uh, page 44, the Red Centre Nats coverage. Looks like yep. a good event. Pretty it's so yep. far away. Yeah, uh, page 72, the show cars, uh, St Kilda Father's Day coverage. Good to see yep. that in there. Absolutely. And I couldn't leave out that Red Nova, the Jason Mant's uh, Red Nova. That's... Uh, I'm a fan of those things, and if they're done right, they just look tough as. Yeah, you know, I've been a fan of them since the kickoff too, for sure. And, uh, yeah, so that, that was my honourable mentions. But, uh, actually, we've got, while well, we're honourable mentions, I suppose, Lennon's pick. So from the minds of the four-year-old, he picked four cars. He picked the, the XP, the yep. Grot, the XE, yep. So he's like dad on three out of four. And he also thought that white drags big Val was pretty cool too. So Yeah, no, that's a cool car. One other thing I want to talk about probably is the Weiss Modi winner. Mm. Yeah, I had a little note on that. Uh, in Maximilian um, Edwards. He's definitely, and it does seem like it, this, this is a car that'll divide a few people. <laughs> but, oh, mate, I, I had a... I, Piped up at someone on their comments the other day. Oh, yeah, this and that. It's like, no, so you said something about, oh, this is where Street Machine's heading. And and I just made a comment that, hey, mate, it's, it was a public vote. Street Machine didn't have anything to do with picking the winner. Yeah, yeah, that's um, it. But just, you know, how many times does it have to be said? Not everyone's going to like a fucking HK or no one's. Not everyone's going to like an XY Falcon. B, yep. not everyone can afford these fucking things uh, anymore. And like, he built this. These kids have got to start somewhere. And he built this thing himself in his shed at home. Like, it's not, hmm. you know, it's not some high-end shop built where, you know. Like the criteria, all it needed was yet to be under the certain age, yet to build the car or whatever it was. Yeah. It fits the criteria. So, and he's, he's whether he's done some, you know, some, some pretty cool marketing through Instagram or social media, whatever. He's won. Good on him. Yeah, it's his and, car. It's the way he likes it. He did it himself, so good luck to him. It's not a street machine. What is it? Yeah, that's what oh, I sort of thought. Well, it, you know. This is what I mean. I mean, people are stuck in their – people are just stuck in their ways, stuck in uh, – um, street machine can be anything. Yeah. And like I said, I'm still waiting for that Porsche to get on this cover. We're running out of time. Yeah. <laughs> You see, he's, um, yeah, Max had his um, drag challenge 2016 in the um, LS-powered 84 Corona wagon. Like, you know, that's another one of his builds. You know, it's not yeah. like he's, you know. Yeah. So, no, nah, I mean, again, it was a popular vote. Yeah, no choice but to embrace it. There you go. Mm. I, yeah. Look, to be honest, I was surprised it won with the yep. amount of stuff that was in there. But, yeah. but, you know, all credit to him. Well done. Yeah. Yep, there you go. 
And I actually had, a, had spoke to Tom Bilston about it last night too, because I suppose you know he's got that that younger vibe as well, being you know, he's seventeen. So, I mean, yeah, and again, commend it. But uh, yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah, you, know, you go back, you go back twenty or thirty years. Uh, um, you know, back to when you know I was eighteen, nineteen. You know, there was there was the crowd that you know the slightly older crowd that had their Taranas and had their Kingswoods and all that, and then all of a sudden these younger blokes come in with their VNs. Yeah. Oh, what's this piece of shit? Now VNs are cool ass. It's the same sort of shit. Like it's it's just it's yeah. just a trend. It's just it's and it's a time thing. Like it's what's what's happening at the time. What you can actually get hold of at the time. Yeah, well, people um, still want to leave. People still want to leave off at Chrome Bumper. They want to wind the world up in 1978. You know, and they don't kind of understand it. It's I mean, look, of... you know, <clears throat> obviously Chrome Bumper stuff is cool. Uh, there's no, there's no denying that. But you know, things have got to change. You can't. They're running out. Yeah. <laughs> they're not. They're not accessible anymore for most people. Um, they've got to look at. Uh, elsewhere, and that's why you've seen those VNs, VRs popping up now. Um, yeah. It's, you know, full full street machine type work to it. Like, it's, I mean, I've had an interesting one. It's not sustainable one. just to yeah. keep things chrome bumper. It's just ridiculous. I mean, I've had an interesting one two and a half years in the custom car groups because when I first came in there, I sort of had to fight for the rights for custom vans to be considered as customs you know like everyone wants to lean back to that traditional and i say you know even on paint alone i would accept a car as being custom if it reflects the person that owns that car that's you know like there's degrees of everything you, know? you don't like heavy metal you found the wrong bands you know eventually you'll find something you like the sound of but um so uh, aussie custom cars history have put in place a 1979 cutoff so if the car was built before 1979 we can celebrate it in that group and i'm not necessarily on board for that rule shift because straight away I saw a world full of custom vans with no home. But crazy the way it's turned around, I approached Aaron Hay, who's got a heap of archive material on our Aussie-built custom vans. Um, two years later, the same time as they announced that rule, that night my phone buzzes with 138 photos. I've had another 150 photos come through since then and Custom Cars Oz seems to have you know, made itself the home for custom vans. At least this week, we're celebrating some of the some iconic vans. But not everything can be a Sandman, you know. So mm. yeah, you know, more power to that side too. But again, you know, people have just got to yeah, like I said in the last episode, mate. People, yeah, in the last got, episode, people just need to calm the park down. <laughs> yeah, and you got quite, you got quoted back at yourself off that one too. That was some gold in our yeah. podcast, apparently. So nicely played, mate. <laughs> Oh, well, it's yep. just speaking the truth. Anyway, there you go. Uh, anything else on the magazine before we move on to music chat? Not pretty happy there, mate. Find the mag up there. That's all right. Yeah. Well, anyway, another another good addition. Yep. What do we listen to? Is the family on the road trip, mate? Uh, uh look. Yeah, I'm pretty pretty light on as far as music's concerned, but um. The, the kids had their iPod, uh, iPads or tablets, whatever in. So I got a, I got a few, um, few podcast episodes in on the journeys. But um, Parkway Drive's got their new album out. I did listen to that a few times. Pretty keen on that. Um, Jeff Ling is fast becoming. 
he's up there with one of my favourite guitarists. I'm a big fan of what he does, his sound. Um, so, yeah, I don't know whether he gets any credit anywhere in the guitar world, but he should. I'm a big fan. But um, it's just it's typical Parkway Drive. They've yep. uh, they've got some different sort of stuff on there, but I like it. Big fan. What do you listen to, Jazzy? Do you listen to music <laughs> when you're fabbing in the shed? Or yeah. Oh, I've actually got a little speaker that I, I play uh, music and, and podcasts, actually. I play a lot of podcasts at work. Yeah. Um, which is good. Because <laughs> yeah. I have my own little room to myself, so it, yeah, definitely helps, you know, what, time. What? What podcasts are you vibing on? What are your, um, your favourites? So, Gutter to Gutters, you know, good. Yeah. They have some interesting guests on there. He does oh, a good yeah. job. Um, Classic Pickup podcast is one yeah. I've been listening to. That one's oh. really good, you know, listening to the stories of, you know, people building their trucks and, you know, yeah. some engineering, you know, mis like advice and sort of stuff like that is good to listen to. They're, they're um, two of our regulars for sure. You know. Yeah, there's a, a trimming one in the States called NC Shop Talk. Um, yep. And they're just interviewing trimmers, which is, is interesting for myself. Um, oh, oh, definitely. Um, our Lifestyle Podcast, which is a mini truck one in, in America. Yep. Yeah. Um, and, of course, you guys. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, they're the main ones. No, very cool. And what sort of when you got to when you feel like putting something on to listen to music wise? What sort of music do you like? What do you what's your uh, style? I don't know. There's probably a, a generational issue here, but like difference between what you guys might listen to. But um, like pretty much anything but country. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No. Well, I, I, I was struggling with our sorry, slim dusty sorry. inclusion. Did you say anything? Did you say anything but country? Yeah. <laughs> Not yeah. bad country. <laughs> There's a win. <laughs> hey, look, I've got to say, there is some country that's that 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 I can tolerate. Like, um, uh, there's a, the soundtrack to Crazy Heart. I don't know whether you've seen the movie Jeff Bridges. Brilliant movie, but the soundtrack's actually really good. It's it's country, but they're not singing about tractors or drinking beer or or whatever, you know, whatever. It's actually, it's it's actually got some good, good tunes on it. But, um, I think there's, there's some country I can tolerate, but yeah, not on my radar really. The Zach Brown band are they country? Sorry, mate. They had a couple of songs I did. You broke up there. In mind. Zach Brown band. The no. Zach Brown band. Don't know. Uh, don't know. I don't know. No, Couldn't tell you. Tell you. Really country. I don't mind. <laughs> A couple of, but yeah, it was a Boris. Boris was uh, shouting out country music. He loves country music. So, yeah, who don't mind a couple of songs? <laughs> hey, Adrian, have uh, you... look, this is the whole whole point of this chat is to get other people's views on music. It's um, they're like cars. It's like oh, cars. absolutely. I can like one thing, and someone else can like something else. Adrian, have you finished watching the Wembley Taylor Hawkins concert? Nah. Fuck, it's incredible. Yeah, it's awesome. And is, have they put the LA one on yet? I don't no, think they're going to. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. Don't know whether they even filmed it. There's some YouTube um, 
camera, like phone camera shit up on, on YouTube, which is not ideal. I would have um, thought. I would have thought surely they'd have them both, but anyway, because I think Alanis was on the LA one. Yeah, I wanted to see that. I wanted to see the boys from Motley Crue. Um, but yeah, the, the Wembley one. That um, that he's his son. Uh, is it Shane Hawkins? Yeah, yeah. What a what a yeah, wonderkin. Who was he? It's just brilliant. <laughs> wonderkin. A wonderkin. <laughs> <laughs> and um, uh, the young young lady Nandy. She can play drums. Yeah, Nandy Bush. Bush Bushnell, Bushel. Yeah. Yeah. She she's actually she can play just about anything. Yeah. yeah. Absolute freak show, but absolutely. Um Skip Dax Shepherd's invite. We may as well get Dave Grohl on the podcast, boys. You know, you can yeah. I, I, Dave, however, I don't think feel. I'd let him near you, mate. You might have a go at him. <laughs> <laughs> He doesn't need me. He don't need me. He's going all right. I there. did watch the Studio Six 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 last night, also. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that's, a, that. that's a, that's no, a good film. Um, yeah. R- Rami, don't look at it. Rami and Dave can act. You got to look at it for what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just cheesy, yeah, well, spoofy horror. I've got to say, uh, the followed up, followed up with a devastating the coincidence. Then you know, followed up by a devastating coincidence. You know, yeah, the totally. timing of its release was was pretty shit. But yeah, especially or, when he's... Or, was, or was it? Or was it? Uh, I'll keep the balance. Yeah, anyway, what are you saying? <laughs> what can we add to our playlist, Jason? <laughs> what, what what songs? You know, can we add oh. two song, three songs for you? You don't, yeah. Um. Do you know Head PE? Heard of, I reckon. Yeah. Oh, been listening to them a bit. Like, like, yeah. Um. I like the music you put in to support your stories and stuff. You know, I'm not, I'm yeah. not turning off your stories because of the tunes you're putting in behind them. So you know, yeah. All right. Um. Oh no, go. Let's ride by Head PE. Uh, yeah. Or is some Offspring in there. Future oh. is. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, what else? Maybe a life by POD. Yep. Oh no, you don't have to. Like they're just. No. A, I thought you might stand a chance at. I, I listen to our playlist a fair bit, and I enjoy it because the song will come up, and I remember when it was mentioned, or you know, it makes mm-hmm. that connection back to the episode, which has been really good too. So, no, nah, definitely we'll, we'll take get them those on there. Now, I've spent a little bit of time. Um, I. Well, I went on to five eighties metal bands uh, who've only pro- who only produced one album, which is a YouTube video, and I can't add these to the Spotify playlist. But there's some really good stuff in amongst it. Um, the band Allied Forces established eighty seven with an album dropped in eighty uh, eighty two, and then dropped their album in eighty seven called Day After. Um, but eighty six there was a heavy metal invasion, so the source might have missed out. There might have been two albums for that one band. But it wasn't bad. Axe Victim, um, Adrian, the band. Uh, One Step Into the Uncertain from 87, Power Metal. Could possibly use a remaster, but a song I'd recommend to be Reach the Sun. Um, and it's got uh, and a song, South Africa, which has some really nice musical passages in it. But I'm only here really today to talk about Boss, the, the Australian rock band Boss, who then went on to become BB Steel. I noticed we don't have any boss in our playlist, but their album Step On It in 84 was pretty formative for this guy because I was uh, DJing a YMCA 
uh, event for the Red Cross Youth Group and dug that old vinyl out and loved the song. The only complaint I've got is it's, is it's got kick-ass rock and roll, A-S-S. So, kids, we don't use that word anymore. We've got one that's spelled A-R-S-E. It looks a lot more offensive, I reckon, so <laughs> I recommend that. But Boss went on to become BB Steel, and Chris Songrady is still recording today, um, who was the vocalist, and Kevin Pratt was on Axe. But that Boss step it on, step on it album, I want him to do a step on it tour, even though that band doesn't exist anymore. I want Boss back together. I want him to tour pubs and play step on it. Um, Never heard to, of Boss. There you go. Uh, there you go. Look up kick-ass rock and roll. BB Steel rings a bell. Yeah. Well, apparently they had an issue with the name. So they did a bit of a name change to BB Steel, but they didn't really gain the traction, I guess. Um, yeah, so Dancing Queen, that's another good song off their album. Um, step on it. Is that a cover? No, no, ABBA? that was their own. That was their own, mate. They weren't covering ABBA. Um, something different too. Um, A-R-A Star, A-Y-R-A Star, track called Rush. R&B vibes and a really quirky vocal, really quirky, quirky vocal delivery. I like her. Um, and Camel was another one I was shouting out, a band called Camel from back in the day that I discovered through the week. And they got a Lady Fantasy medley, which is 12 minutes and 54 of like atmospheric type metal. Um, but their song Rayada, which is R-H-A-Y-A-D-E-R, it's got the perfect 70s theme music for a song like Laverne and Shirley, I reckon. It gets busy around keys and pipes. A bit of wacka wacka guitar in there. So that wasn't too bad either. Now, anyone like Slade? Mm, yeah, I, yeah. Um, come on, feel the noise. And Mama, we're all crazy now. They were good songs. Yeah, they were writing songs for Quiet Riot. Or, well, you know, <laughs> gave, gave Quiet Riot a career by writing some good songs. But for, formed in 1966, right? They've now just dropped, where is it? Um, uh, new live album, the Hucknail Miners Welfare Club, uh, so which proves a solid 56 years in rock and roll. I think they've only got two original members, but that album's just so been who's released that? this year. I imagine Noddy's still in the band. Wouldn't be a band without uh, Noddy. What have we got? Yeah, no, he's still there. Um, but, yeah, I'd have to go back. But 15 studio albums, five live albums, 10 compilation albums, three EPs, 56 singles and one soundtrack. And, yeah, um, references for me were Wikipedia and hub pages. But also Barney reminded me... Oh, yeah, when I mentioned Slade to Barney, he sent me a photo of his tape collection for Valerie. Slade was there, but Sweet was there also, and I just ruled a line through the Sweet because I can't. I can only talk about so much. So now I'll mention the Sweet, because Barney's playing it in Valerie. But he also reminded me there is good Aussie bogan rock happening right now. Look up Bad Dreams, Dreams with two E's, and their song Gutful, which isn't a bad track. So right. that's about sees me out of music, I reckon, guys. Yeah, no, that's got me covered. Look up Adrian, Adrian. <laughs> yeah. never heard, I've literally never heard of any of those bands you've listed. The one like, album bands. Slade, yeah, well, Slade, but, um, yeah, well, even if you look up the metal, sh um, what's, the, what's the reference for that video? Uh, yeah, I wrote it down. 
Yeah, but if you type in five 80s metal bands with one album, you'll get a hit on it. Just give them a listen, because some of those bands could have been banned. They like, could have gone on. There's some good stuff that's just left in the past, and you can't put that stuff in Spotify, because they didn't have enough content for anyone to bother. Speaking, speaking of can't put that stuff in Spotify, I went looking for the 12th Man uh, catalogue on Spotify the other day, and it's not there. All right. I... I reckon I was listening to it last year, so it's been taken off. Yep. Which is quite odd, but anyway, yeah, I'm not a cricket right. fan, but I do. I'm a, I'm a fan of the Twelfth Man and his and his and his, and his tapes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, a little lizard getting a close up. Hey. <laughs> what do we call that lizard? Her name's Kelly. Kelly. Kelly, like short for California. I was gonna. Oh yeah. 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 Oh, that's cool, as. <laughs> well, I nearly need one. Right around in the da- here on the dash, I reckon. Up on the dash, be good. <laughs> yeah, sounds so like anyway, it sounds like an episode. A podcast. Yeah, well. That's episode 32, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Is that right? Yeah, if we if we called um, the Chad and the uh, the Chad and the Will one 31, then this is 32. When's this one out? This will be out Thursday. If Scotty can go. get it done. Oh, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> you love it. You fucking love it. I'll do it tomorrow. Oh, this one must be 31. And there you go. Yeah, all right. Okay. 31. Happy. Anyway, we're, bo- we're boring people. We are boring now. <laughs> we're, bo- we're boring the hell out of that busy girl we call Jazzy Green, who probably wants to get back to the shed and play on something, or she's got some trim projects she needs um, to get underway. There's only one. Standing my 68 Hilux. <laughs> you only get one sad day a week. Do you we want give to, a, um, give it back to you. <laughs> do you want to give your uh, uh, Instagram handle a bit of a shout out so people can jump on and check uh, out your work? What is uh Jazzy Green One? It's not great, but I think it's all I can get. It's J A Z Z Y Green, like the colour, and one. Yep. I think it's one because Jazzy Green was taken. Oh, no. so, you, so you had to be number one. You only have to meet the other Jazzy Green and they'd probably concede, <laughs> I reckon, of what we've learned today. They'd go, you can have that name. You know. Actually, that's the same reason my plates on my green one are Chaos one, because Chaos is taken. <laughs> yeah. So where's Chaos come from? Uh, Chaos Design, which is it's the name I sort of use with my design work. So I actually study yeah. graphic design. And oh. that that's what I called it. And, and I do sort of photography and videos of car shows. And, yeah, it's yep. just been that. And I might kind of um, transition it into trimming soon. And has Chaos, yeah, cool. has, has Chaos One got a, got a place on Instagram as well? Where do you post your uh, car show content? And... Oh, oh, Chaos Design. So K-A-O-S, Design. Yep. Yep. Um, just one word yep. on Instagram. Yeah, and YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Not nah, very cool. We'll be looking into it. Awesome. Oh, well, thanks very much for um, jumping in on, on a Saturday. Saturdays are generally uh, people's rest days or got something other to do. So appreciate your time, Jazz. And look, hopefully uh, you might get a call in the coming weeks about receiving <laughs> a certain trophy. We'll, uh, we'll wait to hear. We'll probably, be... we'll, well, I don't think we're going to hear it. Yeah, when this episode comes out, but surely it can't be too far away. There we go. I don't know. I'm not getting my hopes up. As a- 
there's a lot of really good cars and hey, massive competition and oh yeah the, you know you're you're in pretty elite company there so i wouldn't i wouldn't be upset just just being no. having your car in that in that yeah. bunch of cars um yeah. is yeah. is winning winning in itself so yeah. you know yeah, it's a mad cast there this year, yeah. really. As mm -hmm. you've said, the, as you've said, the nomination was enough. You were surprised by the nomination, mm -hmm. but but that nomination has definitely given you, you know, given your posting more more traction, I guess. And oh, that's yeah. the, uh, but that's what's that's what's been important to me. You know, same as Chad. Like Chad's cutting pieces out of that car that he welded in the day before because he gone, oh, that looks like shit, and done it all again. You know. Yeah. And, there needs to be more of that. People that realise that they can just tackle things themselves, you know, get mm -hmm. in and have a go. And you've definitely stamped that all over this year's competition. So, no. Been an honour to sit and chat. Yeah. Nice to talk to you guys. Really appreciate it. Yeah, hopefully we can get cars in person sometime. <laughs> yeah, no, well, Shepparton's not that far away either, you know. So, yeah. yeah. So we can head that way. Um, do you go to the cruise to the Pines? Is that something you do? Yeah, actually. One of my mates runs that. That's a pretty cool show. The Grampians is a, a really good location as well. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, I've had people trying to drag me up there for about three years, so the Nash could yeah. nearly be good enough now to get it, get it yeah. up there. Yeah, it's worth a look, definitely. It's good yeah. fun. <laughs> Very cool. Scotty, you got anything else to add on? Excellent. No, nah, all good. Just thanks thanks for your time, Jazz. Yep, no worries. <laughs> and, uh, awesome. Have a good night. Will do. Thanks, okay. guys. See you. Over and out.